Hello listeners, this is your host Zan, and I must warn you, the manga discussed in today's episode covers a controversial topic that affects all walks of life. A disorder that affects all genders, all ages, and most lifestyles. Specifically, I'm talking about bulimia nervosa, also known as simply bulimia. It is an eating disorder that affects an estimated 3.6 million people in the world and can lead to depression, anxiety, self-harm, and even suicide. Friends and family are often key to encouraging loved ones with eating and or body image issues to seek help. Whether they are unaware that there is a problem, they are afraid or ashamed to seek help, or they are ambivalent about giving up their concerned behaviors, many sufferers find it difficult to seek help. Family and friends can play an important role in identifying worrying symptoms to the sufferer and encouraging them to seek help. If you are concerned about the eating habits, weight, or body image of someone you care about, we'll be providing links and phone numbers to the National Eating Disorder Association in the show notes. We understand this might be a very difficult and scary time for you. It's not always easy to discuss eating concerns, especially with someone you are close to. However, many individuals now in recovery from an eating disorder say the support of family and friends are crucial to them getting well. If you are offended by any of this or any of the topics today, we at Spirekin.com do apologize. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 265, a review of In Clothes Called Fat. Hello listeners and welcome to another episode of the Spirekin Mong Review, some podcasts conveying reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host Zan, saying hello and greetings. If you are joining us for the first time, Spirekin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. Every episode, I will talk about one to two manga titles and tell you the pros and cons about them, how the art style is, the characters are, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-hosts say, but we try to be as informative, educational, and, if it is relevant, entertaining as possible. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email us at spirekin at gmail.com or me personally at zan, that is X-A-N, at spirekn.com. Now, this is not one of our usual episodes, which are very lighthearted and fun. I've also removed all the episode's music because I felt that that would be cheapening the message of this manga, which has such a unique and, well, let's be honest, it's a controversial and tough topic to discuss, as I said earlier in the warning. But the way that this manga tackles it is relevant, it makes sense, and it doesn't shy away from it because a lot of times there's a lot of disorders we can talk about. We talk about cancer, we can talk about AIDS, but when you talk about mental disorders, it gets kind of like a, oh, you should, that's dirty laundry, don't talk about it. And this manga doesn't shy away from that. It actually puts this straightforward, it explains it, and it does it in a way which is very forward and direct and puts the situation and the topic itself front and center so you can't ignore it you can't avoid it and it does focus on the negative aspects of this and how it could take a person and tear them down and why it's important to help people who are in this situation why you shouldn't ignore them and why you should be there for them so with that in mind let's get on with the review shall we so the manga i'm discussing today was written by mayoko ano the author of helter skelter insufficient direction pink Sakura-kan, and several other Jose titles. Now, all these do vary on various topics, especially Insufficient Direction, which is a comedy gag manga. But the majority of them are Jose manga, which focus on modern women and the trials that they face in today's society. Helter Skelter is a perfect example of this, where it is a woman who is a model who is doing everything she can to stay in the spotlight, 
no matter how much harm it does to her body and the people around her. And this story has a very similar feel to that because it is about a person and how her circumstance and situation affects everybody around her. Now, while the main character in this manga is very different than Lilico, the main character from Helter Skelter, their impact on the world around them is seen throughout these stories. And Anosan wanted to prevent this story that she felt so strongly about, not just to women who read manga, but to everyone everywhere. So for that reason, she released it not in a typical Shonen Jump or Weekly Jose Jump magazine, but rather she released it in a actual women's magazine, specifically Young Barry in 1996 to 1997. And then Shodensha released it as a one-shot manga, as we know, called Shibotu Ino Nano Fukuokite, but then it was released in the United States by Vertical and courtesy of Ed Chavez. Thank you, Ed. We still miss you, but, you know, Vertical's still going good. Now, with that in mind, let's get to the story itself to explain this. Now, our main character's name is Hanazawa Noko. And she's an office lady who has a boyfriend. She's been doing her job for a while, and she tries her best to do the best she can, even though there are problems in her life. For example... She's constantly picked on by work by this very rude lady named Mayumi. Her boyfriend, who she's been with since high school, has been very flaky lately, Saito. And it's hinted on that he's cheating on her. Also, her boss treats her like garbage because she's a little overweight. And honestly, I looked at the picture first. She doesn't look terrible. She's not bad. She's just a little bit plumper than other women. But they treat her mercilessly. And by mercilessly, I'm not talking about just calling her fat pig or just making fun of her i mean they do horrible things to her like saying we're gonna we'll send that fax that you need to send out oh noko screwed up she didn't send the fax i'm so sorry and she gets reprimanded at work and because of all this stress and heartache what she does is she alleviates her stress by eating which is really unhealthy and she does this because she feels sad. And she feels horrible because she eats. But she eats because she feels horrible. So it's a vicious cycle. And Saito isn't helping her because his whole thing is that he's comforted by her being weak-willed and fat. And he's cool with that. Even though he is cheating on her with Miyumi. Because Miyumi is doing it just to make Noko suffer more. She is so horrible. And she's just so vicious that you hate Miyumi. And eventually, she actually gets caught by Noko. And Noko is upset, and in her head she imagines smacking this girl, and she can't do it. She just is so, not passive, but she just doesn't know what to do. So after it's discovered that her boyfriend, who she sticks with even though he cheated on her, is cheating on her, she ends up meeting a gentleman who listens to her problems and gives her money. Gives her about $10,000 to do whatever she wants with. He's like, if you want, you can buy food, you can go diet, I don't care. And so she ends up using the money to go to a company that says that they will help people lose weight. They have all these techniques that are going to help you lose weight. And she ends up doing it. And she's starting to lose a little bit of weight, but not too much. But they're saying, you're doing good, you're doing good. But she's not losing weight. She's weighing herself and it's just not doing anything. She was feeling better, but let's be honest, Mayumi is still terrorizing her. And eventually, Mayumi gets her set up where she gets demoted and sent to the basement of their office building. And this is the area that people go when there's no way they're going to be 
promoted. They are not going anywhere, and it's you stay there until you quit. That's the job of it, because they treat you like shit. This place is horrible. And she eventually gets so tired that she begins to... Well, let's be honest. She figures out she can lose weight by eating a lot of food and then throwing up. And that's what she ends up start doing. And she starts losing weight. And the company that she's working with that's taking her money is saying, Are you okay? You're kind of... You're losing weight, but you're losing a little fast. Because she starts looking really good. Like going from plump to thin. And it's going a little bit more faster than they thought. And other people are noticing too. Like her coworkers see her losing weight. And they're saying, Who are you? You're not Noko, you're an imposter. It's like, no, it's me. Meanwhile, upstairs, Mayumi, who doesn't have a target anymore, is becoming irritable and harassing other co-workers. It's not as good to her, not satisfying. And meanwhile, Saito is pushing away from her because he's no longer comforted by her. He thinks she's not weak-willed anymore, even though she is, because she's trying her best to make herself look thin, and it's making him feel uncomfortable. So he's pushing her away, and eventually they do break up. And things get a lot worse for Noko as she loses weight. Eventually it gets to the point where she's probably going to lose her job. And Mayumi, who's stressed out, is going to cause even more problems. And she actually does meet the old man who helped her out with the money before. And he asks her, So did now that you're thinner, did that help you out? Do you feel prettier? Do you feel happier? And she admits, No, I feel terrible. But she can't stop. Eventually it does come to a head. And at the end of the manga, she's in a little bit of a better place. She's no longer at that horrible company. And she's gained weight again. And she meets the people who were running the place that she was losing weight at. Which eventually closed down for reasons which I don't want to spoil. And they, they see her and they say, we're sorry we weren't able to help you out with that. There were reasons why it didn't work out. But... Hopefully things will work out for you. And she, they think that she might be able to do it, but they're not sure. And the last line of the manga is heartbreaking. It's just, she's like, uh, I have to get fat so I can have armor. So it's like an armor to her. It's a, a vicious cycle. And this manga doesn't shy away from that. And as we go through this journey with Noko, we are, well, it's not pity. It's sadness we feel for her. She doesn't deserve any of this. Especially with the shit with her bosses, the shit with Miyumi, the shit with Saito. She doesn't deserve any of that. She's a good person. I mean, yeah, she makes a couple of mistakes along the way, but she's her heart's in the right place. Just She didn't have a support group. And that's what Moyoko Ano, I think, was trying to say with this manga, is that if you don't have a support group, if you don't have someone who's going to help you out, a system of people that are around you that will give you positive reinforcement, it's going to be tough. And if you know someone who is suffering from or dealing with a body image issue, you know, you should be there for them because that's the best way to help them is supporting them and being there for them. And that's what it is. And that's what the premise of this story is because this is the reverse of what it is. Because it's not easy to discuss these issues, especially people that you're close to or people you're not close to. And for me, this is a difficult episode because I have to talk about this to all my audience. And I love all you guys. You guys are amazing. You guys are great. But this is difficult to talk about. And I've had to stop and re-record segments of this episode so many times just because I want to get this right. Because this is an important issue to talk about. It's something which shouldn't happen. I mean, you shouldn't have to feel like this. 
You shouldn't have to deal with these circumstances. No one should. And that's why at the beginning of this episode, I said that if you're concerned that someone has a body image issue or if they need someone to talk to, you know, you could get them help, especially with the helpline, which is if you call the National Eating Disorder Association at 1-800-931-2237. They're open Monday to Thursday from 9 to 9 and Fridays from 9 to 5, closed on weekends. Or their website, nationaleatingdisorder.org. You can find out more to get help. You can even get involved. There's charity walks. There's internships, research grants, events, just to get awareness out there because this is so difficult to talk about. And we try our best to, well, bring this to our attention. That's why I think Mayuko wanted to do is wanted to bring this to attention because this isn't something that should be hidden. It's something that should be brought to light so we can try to remedy it to get rid of it because no one should feel like that ever. No one should feel like the world is against you because of how you look or how you feel. Because everybody is different. No one is exactly the same. There's no such thing as perfection. I know that the media says perfection is important, but it's not. It's not. Nobody's perfect. Like 1% of the, the populace looks perfect and they're crazy for what they do. You should be happy with who you are. Everyone should. I know that's a little preachy and I know that's a little counter, especially to this situation. I'm sorry. But, like I said, it's a difficult episode to talk about. And I don't want anybody to feel bad about the situation. I want people to be happy. And with that in mind, um, let's talk about the review itself and the analytics behind the manga itself. Now, as I said, the plot was really well done. It covers a topic in a very realistic way. It doesn't shy away from any of the problems. And it gives you reasons to understand why she's like this and reasons to hate the antagonist especially Miyumi. Miyumi is a horrible person she's sadistic she's cruel and she's just so evil and you want her to get her comeuppance you really do because if she gets away with it you feel horrible and there are people like that in the real world and you want them to get their comeuppance and you hope they do Saito is just a well he's not a good boyfriend he should be there to protect his girlfriend his love of his life and he doesn't He's just, he's, a, anyway, not going to get into his situation. And Noko, you do feel for. The art style conveys this in such a great way. The way that they draw Noko and her transition through this situation is realistic. It is painful to watch. It is not cruel, but it's realistic. You see her go from this lady who looks nice to this very emaciated skeletal figure who still thinks she looks bad and eventually she's like you know what I'm gonna I think I can stop now and I'll get my hair done and people treat her like she's a monster they don't even know who she is she's like but I'm me I'm Noko and we know it is but no one else does I just you know makes you want to shake your head because it's heartbreaking And it's a, it couldn't be told any other way, I don't think. I don't think it could have. So with that in mind, with the rating I'm going to have to give this, and I'm not even going to say it, is our highest rating. But it's not... We usually use phrases for our ratings. Our highest rating usually is really, really, really fucking cool. But this isn't really, really, really fucking cool. This is an, an important manga. 
That's the difference. This is a manga people should read and spread because it is important. It's not an action-filled manga. It's not a comical manga. It's not a horror manga. Well, it is, but it isn't. This is a manga that is important to our time. It's something that should be spread out and said. So if you're able to find this at a convention store or online, I highly recommend buying it. But I do caution you to note that this is a mature manga. It has scenes of nudity, sexuality, and some violence. And it does focus on bulimia and the acts that go through with it, including purging and binge eating. So it is a little distasteful at times. But it is something that should be watched and read. Now, with that in mind, there is more I'd like to say about bulimia in general. However, I do not feel like I am someone who is able to speak it. So, like I said, if you have a chance, definitely check out www.nationaleatingdisorders.com to learn more and maybe give a little. You can donate. There's helplines. And if you're concerned someone is dealing with this, best you can do is be there for them. If you have any other comments or concerns, you can email me zanspark.com. I'm willing to listen and talk. Or you can leave a comment in the show notes themselves. All the information will be in the show notes at www.spark.com. So with that in mind, let's get to the part that will make this episode a little better or we'll transition to the end of the episode. I'm talking about the Wheel of Manga. Except no substitute. Now what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to spin the Wheel of Manga and whenever number it lands on that's what we're reviewing in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, episode 266. Almost at episode 300. So let's spin and see what we're going to review. Number 10. So, in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, we're going to be reviewing a manga which was released by Viz. It's a Senin series. And it is called Dance Till Tomorrow, or Asita Dance. It's a series which is back from the 80s, but we'll see how it goes. Anyway, I hope that this episode has been informative to you. And if you think I should have added anything, email me zanspirekin.com, and I hope that you have a very good day. Again, I apologize for this episode not being as fun and lighthearted as usual. However, it had to be talked about. Thank you very much. Have a very, very, well, have a day. Thank you.